You've reached the Love and Luck podcast. Hello. Hi, Jason. It's Eileen. Sorry I missed your call. I was on the clock at work. That's fine. Thanks for calling back so quickly. Are they okay? The person who was bashed? I guess so. He got through surgery okay, and he's drinking water and they reckon he'll be eating again in a few hours, so that's a good thing. He's as okay as he can be, considering the situation. Jesus, I can't believe this happened. It's so horrible. Yeah. So, uh, you said you might know something about the people who vandalized us, right? Yeah, look, uh, it's kind of scary. I went on a date with a guy I met online, right? His profile seemed interesting, but in person he was... He was ugly. Personality-wise, I mean. Physically, he was fine. But half an hour into our date, he started talking about the sanctity of marriage, the gay agenda, and the safe schools controversy. You know, those sorts of awful things. Fucking hell. Right. Anyway, I kind of nodded and tried to look for a safe way to leave, because any guy talking like this is absolutely the kind of guy that would murder me when he found out I'm trans, right? Like, I'm not super stealth or anything, but I don't advertise it either. So he didn't know, because it's not on my profile. I tend to wait and tell people in person. Anyway, he kept ranting. He ended up ranting specifically about this bar in St Kilda that was, well, you know, he used some nasty terms. He told me that he and his friends had been fighting back, trying to let the gays know that they weren't welcome here, and that they'd be better off dead, and so on and so forth. Fuck. It was him. Him and his friends were behind all the posters and shit. Posters? I mean, I don't know anything about posters. I didn't ask for details, but yeah, I mean, I guess if that sounds familiar and matches up with the things you've been seeing, I guess that was probably him and his mates. I mean, when I got home after that date, I googled for gay bars in St Kilda, since that was the only thing he said about you, and I found your website, and the note you had on your Facebook about the vandalism. That's why I called you because this guy had basically been boasting to me that he'd been terrorising LGBT people. And so when I saw that you'd had your bar defaced, it was, I mean, can't be a coincidence, right? No. No, I don't think that's a coincidence at all. Shit. Yeah, um, it's pretty much all I know. I blocked him on everything after the date, and I didn't stick around for long during it. I pretty much left as soon as I could make a believable excuse. Yeah, that sounds like it was a smart move. So, what can you tell me about this guy? Well, his name is Roman. He has a lizard tattoo on his left arm, like, around the bicep. Him and his friends are big into nightlife stuff. They go clubbing in the city, like, every Thursday and Saturday. They go to different places a lot, but I know they really like Chapel Street, which is probably how they ended up in your neighbourhood. He's a TAFE student, I think? I don't remember what he's studying, though. I don't know. He's just kind of plain... He's in his mid-twenties, white, he has short brown hair. I don't... don't really know what else I can tell you. He likes to play pool. He drives a little posty bike instead of a car. I really... I don't know what else to say. I can't think of anything. That's fine, Eileen. That's still really helpful. What do you think you'll do? Are you going to go to the police? I... I don't know. I still need to talk about this with my partner before I do anything. I'm... I'm too hot-headed for this shit. He's the level-headed one. Hey, listen, Eileen, are you safe? 
You said on your message you might need some help once you told us about this stuff. I don't... I don't know. Like I said, I blocked him on everything. It's not like there was a lot about me on my profile that makes me findable. But he knows what I do for a living, and he knows I live in Frankston, and he knows my name and what I look like. I don't know. Do you think I should be worried? I don't know. I wasn't there with you. Do you feel safe? Do you feel worried? No, I don't know. Maybe. I am worried. I live alone and I just, I don't know. If you're worried and you don't have, like, pressing needs elsewhere, you're welcome to come crash with us for a little while. We've still got one bedroom free at the moment above the bar. It's a bit cramped, but it exists. And there's always someone around in the bar, so you'd always have company. I'm really tempted to take you up on that, actually. Would it really be okay? Yes, absolutely. Look, you have our address, right? It was on the website. Go there when you're ready. I'll tell Kane to expect you. He'll get you settled in. Okay, yeah, okay, I think I will. Just for a little while. Thank you. No, thank you. Eileen, you really, really helped us with this. I guess I'll see you at the bar sometime soon. I hope the guy in hospital is okay. Yeah, me too. See you later. Bye. Hey, Kane. I called Eileen, and she's on her way over to the bar at some point. She's going to crash with us for a little while. Call me back, and I'll fill you in on what she told me, but the short version is that we now know a little something about at least one of the fuckers that's involved in this. Enough that I'm pretty sure we can find him with our magic. Love and Luck is written by Aaron Kian and produced by Passavol Pairs Productions. Jason is voiced by Aaron Kian. Eileen is voiced by Abigail Michelle. Credits spoken by Rosalind Quinn. Recorded by Kermie Braden. For more information about Love and Luck, check out our website, loveandluckpodcast.com. You can also find us on Facebook as Love and Luck Podcast and follow us on Twitter at, at loveluckpodcast.com.